it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, thanks for joining me for this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. In past years in New Horizons, we have celebrated the work of people who have been awarded the Tammy Axelson Lifetime Achievement Award from the Roundtable on Information Access for People with a Print Disability. We're going to do that again this week. Cathy Reeson is a Braille transcriber from South Australia, and this year at the Roundtable, held just a few weeks ago in Sydney, was awarded that uh, prestigious award. Cathy, thanks so much for joining us on New Horizons and a big congratulations on winning the Tammy Axelson Lifetime Achievement Award at this year's Roundtable. Thanks, Vaughan. Yes, uh, it's a big honour to have received it. Very humbling, but a big honour. Well, given your work and your career, it's uh, very well deserved. Now, we're talking about the Roundtable on Information Access for People with a Print Disability. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Roundtable? Who is it for and who goes to it? Um, it's a group, uh, a group based in Australia and New Zealand, and it's made up of um, people involved in education, business, uh, alternate format producers, community disability organisations, who are looking at ensuring that um, alternative formats for people with print disabilities are of the best quality possible. Um, my my involvement was through education, working for South Australian School for Students with Vision Impairment uh, as a braille trans, as mostly as a braille transcriber, but also involved in doing large print and other forms of uh, accessible formats. And you've been involved in that industry for quite some time. The first time I met you, I recall, was uh, at the National Braille Music Camp in the early to mid-1990s. Tell us a little bit about the world of Braille transcription. How did you get involved? Yeah, I started around about 1988, working for, it was then called Townsend School, which later became South Australian School for Vision Impaired, which is now South Australian School and Services for Vision Impaired. Um, as a Braille transcriber. So um, I have now retired, but I had a, you know, a working lifespan of, you know, sort of 30, about 33 years. Uh, the production of Braille has changed dramatically in that time, you know, going from most, most Braille being produced on a Perkins Brailler and to do multiple copies, you used a what was called a thermoform machine, Moving into um, computer, you know, sort of having embosses and producing multiple copies using a computer and embosses to translation software where you can take um, a good piece of um, text, put it through a translator and ensure it's well formatted and then emboss it. So... In, in that lifetime of my working career, Braille, the production of Braille was transformed dramatically. It was a very exciting time to be working in Braille. I actually blame my sister for it. She uh, was a long-time teacher with, uh, at the school 
and at that time I was a you know sort of a young mum with three three young children looking to get back into the workforce and she said you know Kathy we need some transcribers you would be good at it you should learn braille and so I did I then contacted a person called Jeff Canaway who uh, was working at the school at the time and he taught you know sort of he taught me braille through through that pro through the manual process on the per on the good old Perkins brailler and uh, working through the primer and that's how I learnt braille. Ah uh, yes, I remember Jeff Canaway very well, a very lovely man. He was. Was it a difficult process for you to learn braille, particularly as somebody who uh, didn't start at school and as a sighted person? No. It's the code, and I like I I like puzzles. I like coding. I like the I like patterns, and so you know Braille has very definite patterns, and I just really enjoyed learning the code. I wasn't learning to read as you as you would have learned to read. I was learning to deal with the code, and um, and I just really enjoyed learning. Not just the literary code, I, you know, sort of learning the music code, which I consider absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, sort of mathematical notation, you know, various languages. It, you know, it just suited my my love of uh, patterns and thinking, and yeah, it's very mathematical in how it's approached, and that suits me. One of the things that always fascinates me about Braille is the fact that there's a very limited number of dot patterns you can have, 63, I think, out of the uh, the six dots, and yet they still manage to cover all of the aspects of written communication. And you've got all the different notations, as you mentioned, music notation, mathematical, uh, scientific, and, uh, and, of course, literary. And it's quite amazing that we can have all of these forms of notation so that people can study or work in their chosen field and, and use Braille as their chosen format for reading. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's just fundamental to literacy of people who can't read print. We often hear that um, in terms of Braille transcription as work or as a career or anything like that is that the technology has uh, changed to the extent where it's really quite easy to get electronic Braille from a scanned document or uh, you can just use a computer or something like that and get Braille really easily and really cheaply. Do you think that's a fair argument? Yes and no. Uh, it depends on the quality that you want of what you're reading. It's like I would liken it to the difference between having a scribble, you know, sort of writing out a scribble piece, something scribbled on a piece of paper in print, to having it well formatted and well typeset and corrected. That you know, sort of depends on what you want it for. Um, yes, yes, uh, a well, a well formatted document, printed document. Uh, electronic document. Yes, you, you you can produce braille very quickly, but transcription is more than just literary braille. You've got uh, your maths, your scientific notations, you've got music, you've got, uh, and particularly in education, all of those are, are are just as important as the literary. So, a transcriber now really has to be able to do more than just literary transcription it they they need to know you know sort of mathematical notation 
uh, languages and all of those to be able to fully, tra- you know, sort of produce produce the breadth of documents that are required. And of course, as you mentioned, the technology is changing, and we've got uh, electronic braille files now, uh, and we've got braille displays that uh, people can use to read uh, electronic files that don't even need to be brailled in the first place. And uh, is that something that is becoming more common, particularly in the education context, uh, whereby a student might be sent an electronic file that they can read on their own device? I think it's becoming more and more common. I think that. Um because I've, I've now retired, but anecdotally, you know, sort of, particularly with COVID where there was less physical, you know, sort of um, direct contact between teachers and students, a lot more electronic Braille was shared because it's, it, it's a quick way of, of um, accessing Braille. It's also a less bulky way, uh, a less bulky way you know, as, as you can appreciate, you know, sort of Braille is 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 a very bulky, a, a very bulky. It's you know, sort of you know, multiple volumes where you know one little note taker can hold a whole you know, a hundred books. So, it's um, electronic Braille is one of the ways of the future, I think. Now, Cathy, you were awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award, the Tammy Axelson Lifetime Achievement Award at the Roundtable this year. Tell us a little bit about the award. Um, the award is awarded for for people who have made an outstanding contribution to the print disability sector. So that is, and I felt very honoured to be to receive that this year. And I think very clearly after a career of uh, more than 30 years in uh, Braille transcription, you uh, absolutely uh, qualify for that. And of course, you're in very good company having received it this year. Tell us about some of the previous recipients. Uh, There's been Tom McMahon. There's been Christine Simpson, who um, wrote and edited the um, rules on Unified English Braille, Ramona Mandy. Uh, Nigel Herring, Elizabeth Wegner, um, Bill Jolly, people, you know, long-time people who have, you know, sort of done long-time service, Janet Reynolds from New Zealand, Francis Gentle, Josie Howes, Jack, Jackie Booty, and, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, sort of, it's been quite a, a pre- prestigious group of people I, I you know to be part of that group of people is is is, is a real honor part of the uh, thing that really scares me about that is exactly how many of those people I actually know <laughs> <laughs> yes i think i think um i think in my time of braille i think one of my most um and you reflected on it earlier one of the most um key things for me in working in Braille was actually attending a number of Braille music camps. They were, um, they helped me very much understand as a sighted person how the importance of Braille, how Braille is used, how Braille adults uh, value their Braille and use it, just how amazing the music code is and just an amazing group of people that you know i got to know and you know and watched 
grow from, from young children up to the wonderful adults that, that, that some of them are today. You know, music camp has been a big, you know, had a big influence on my career. And I think it's fair to say too that uh, for those of us who have attended the National Braille Music Camps in the past, and I'm sure current attendees uh, would say very much the same sort of thing. They've, it's had a massive impact on, on the lives of uh, those people and particularly the uh, music education. Cathy, once again, congratulations on uh, being awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award and uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, be on the program with us. Not a problem. Thank you, Vaughan. And I think it's fair to say that uh, one of the things that we celebrate with this Lifetime Achievement Award is the work of all of the Braille transcribers and the alternate format transcribers who work diligently to make sure that our students uh, and our workers who are blind or vision impaired have access to the information they need, particularly those of us who rely heavily on Braille and uh, those of us who really love hard copy. I think it's work that we can't uh, say enough about and we can't celebrate enough. Um, I'm young enough to have had a lot of dealings with braille transcribers i'm lucky enough that when i went through the education system uh, i had people transcribing things into braille uh, for me i didn't have to do all of my own uh, braille and my own reading i mean i had to do some of it but not an awful lot and and i thank all of those people who uh, who worked to make sure that i had the material i needed and of course those who work diligently and continue to work diligently to make sure that all people who are blind or vision impaired have access to the materials for work and study that they require in alternate formats. The other thing that I think is worth pointing out here is the fact that Braille transcribers are often uh, the greatest advocates for Braille as a format for blind and vision impaired people reading, and I think uh, that not enough can be said about that either. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1800 033 660, 1800 033 660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. We'll be featuring some more programs that uh, have come out of the Roundtable on Information Access for People with a Print Disability, so listen out for those in the coming weeks. In the meantime, I'm Vaughan Benison. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realization of a dream of our dream.